Campers. It's your host, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you fancy flamingos? And we're here to talk about season two of Camp Cryptid. Woo! Boop, boop. Boop. Uh, <laughs> the last time you saw us, man, that was that was a couple weeks ago. It was around our Christmas specials. Uh, we decided to take a little bit of time off to revamp some stuff and get ready for season two. And uh, in December, Erica and I actually got a chance to, was it December or January? January. It? It's January. January. Oh my gosh. It's February. <laughs> it's February now. now. Yeah. Time. Yes. So in January, we got the pleasure of actually finally getting to hang out again. And we created a lot of cool content for Camp Cryptid, but we got to do a really special trip and we're going to talk about it today with you. We're so excited. We're so excited. Yeah. Season two uh, is definitely going to be a wild ride. So we are hoping that you guys are buckled in and ready for the spooky shit to commence. <laughs> Um, did you want to talk, so it says favorite topics. Do you want to talk about your favorite things we did last season? Is that what that is for? Or Yeah. <clears throat> so I really loved everything that we talked about in season one with uh, anything ranging from, you know, like some serial killers to some cult stuff. Uh, I really loved deep diving into the Heaven's Gate cult because I just thought that that itself is a very interesting story, especially since it involves aliens, you know? <laughs> Yes. So it's like a win-win. Um, but, you know, I, I would say that that was probably one of my favorite topics that we talked about, um, aside from all the great stories that people submitted as well. I Yeah, I was going to say I love our camper specials, like getting to have stories from people that make us think like we even talked about the last when I saw you in person I was like remember that guy that said he was on the Queen Mary and he saw all this stuff like we talk about these <laughs> stories all the time because it's so bizarre and interesting to us um I loved our cult story for the Heaven's Gate cult but I also really liked our vampire lore because I think that's uh, like something we talk about a lot yeah classic and I yes. really I really love that you know we obviously talk about lots of different things in each episode like different monsters and creatures and stuff but I love when we can deep dive into one subject so I do think our cult episode is probably my favorite yeah I love that, that one I love that one I think that it's so cool when people write us because like they they tell us all these other stories that we may not have known or even you know have even heard of so like just having you know the 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 listeners give that feedback is just so cool just so oh, cool. yeah it's super important to us especially because like there's so many places we've never heard of, and you guys are sending them to us, and we're like, holy shit, we got to check that out and put it on our list. So I know, and um, then I go and buy five books, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I have so many books. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's important to have. We got to do our research, you know? I exactly. think, like, I do research, and then I hear your research, and I'm like, I didn't do shit. You are so deep into it in the best way. It's, like, super impressive, and I love it. I'm, like, reading four different books at once. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> no, it's good to have. Uh, but oh, no. if you guys are listening, please let us know what your favorite episode of season one was. Um, that kind of just also helps us, like, reinforce, like, what you want to hear in the future. And obviously, we're really excited to talk about stuff in season two. Uh, we start kind of laying out the format for the next couple months. And we have some really cool stuff coming. I personally, of course, would love to talk about more cryptids. Like, that's in our name. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about too many. And, you know, um, for us, I would say kind of... I. Our identifiers are like Erica is the Bigfoot hunter. Lua really likes, you know, the Jersey Devil and maybe Mothman too. So <laughs> yeah. those things would be really nice to discuss. What do you want to talk about this this season too? Oh, I'm so excited for us to get into some like cryptid lore for sure. Just because, you know, there are so many stories still coming out. I saw in Ohio now at Hawking Hills since there's been so many sightings there. They're doing a Bigfoot festival now. So win-win. <gasps> win. So yeah, it's going to be in August. So I think it's like early August, but there is uh, going to be a Bigfoot Girl, festival in Ohio. I will Ohio come down Hills. for that. <gasps> uh, we, we should, we should. Bigfoot festival. I mean, they're looking for vendors, so maybe we should just do a Camp Cryptid like little we booth. We totally can. I mean, I think that cute. might be something we should do. That but yeah, so cute. I'm like, I know, I know. I'm like, yes, more Bigfoot, more. We just need more Cryptid festivals in general because mm -hmm. I'm living for all the stories and all the monsters. But I'm very excited about Jersey Devil because that's when I also loved growing up. Just because I I found the lore on um the new adventures of johnny quest back in the day and that was like oh man that's such a good fucking story so um i'm really excited for that <clears throat> but i'm also really excited to go into things like you know uh serial killers and uh 
you know, more haunted locations and stuff like that, because, you know, a big part of what, you know, made us very good friends is the fact that we bonded over all of these weird, like horror, like spooky things. And, but we're also like cute, but spooky, (laughs) you know? So it's like a mixture of like the sweet and sour, you know, like, so I, I'm really excited for us to like be able to go to more places. And I know like when we had went to, uh, New Orleans, uh, we wanted to stay in the one of the haunted hotels there, uh, yeah. but we couldn't make that happen. But maybe next time, you know, yeah. we stay in a haunted location in New Orleans. Well, since we're talking about haunted places, I think it's a good time to like kind of stay. Maybe state a couple places you want to visit. Because, right, we mentioned mm. that season two, uh, we do have a video coming out and we want to do more ghost hunting experiences. And, um, you know, we want to have more guests on and we want to do a lot of different things. But for you, where's like some places you really want to maybe record a cool episode of Camp Cryptid at? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I love St. Augustine's, uh, like, fort there in Florida because that's supposedly very, very haunted. Uh, the idea of going to, like, Lizzie Borden's axe house would be cool. Uh, but Salem. I say Salem and New Orleans will always stay up there in my top two but just because I I absolutely love the aesthetic of this the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but also – witchcraft for salem but you know vampires for new orleans so (laughs) what about you well new orleans has like so much lore between like actual depressing crimes vampire lore witches like there's so much there and we got to experience a good amount of it but like not a full like in-depth like spooky ghost tour which i think we should absolutely do um of Uh. course salem is on the list um you know that's definitely gonna happen like this year i feel like we have to do that (laughs) we have to (laughs) I really want to go to Sleepy Hollow. I want to go there so bad and do something cool. Um, you know, Jersey, obviously, we can probably go to the Pine Barrens and, like, look for, you know, Jersey Devil and have our moment. Because, like, I feel more comfortable looking for that than Bigfoot, surprisingly. You know? You know, here's the thing about Bigfoot. I mean, in theory, it's like on one of the movies I saw. In theory, it sounds cool. But, like, I would never want to be, like, face-to-face with it because I don't know what I would do. Like, No, and, like, I wouldn't want to see the Jersey Devil either. But I feel like that's more, like, believable of a myth than Bigfoot. Like, I feel like Bigfoot could fucking exist way more than, like, the (laughs) Jersey Devil. You know? No disrespect if he's listening. Uh, you know, I know he's, he's listening. He's like, what? <laughs> he's sitting girl? with his mug. He's like all pissed off at us now. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, I will have some sightings. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, those would be really cool. And, you know, just especially because granted, like where we went in Mansfield Reformatory, that's not your hometown, but it's your state. So getting to go to like our states and pick our haunted lore would be really cool. Um, right yeah. now I'm in Virginia, so I would love to get you out here and maybe we can like see some spooky stuff too. But yeah, Queen's Mary. We we talk about that Queen Mary ship all the time. Yes. That Ugh. shit looks super haunted. Um, obviously, like, Los Angeles has, like, locations for, like, you know, the Black Dahlia stuff, which I would love to do a full Black Dahlia episode, too, because that's, like, a thing that has never been solved. But yeah, um, things like that I'm, I'm super interested in seeing. I mean, that's the great thing about, you know, this, this, this topic of horror and true crime is that it's kind of virtually everywhere like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always a cool spot that you know either a someone's sending us or that we find out about and we're like oh my god we have to go here because just the other day you're like sleepy hollow I'm like oh my god I didn't even think about that like (laughs) yeah yeah so pumped all right uh do we want to start talking about the Mansfield reformatory yeah let's do it so I'll just be like, we went here, and then you can give, like, yeah. an intro on it because you're better yeah. at that than me. Oh uh, so when we went to – okay. When I went to go visit Erica in Ohio, we decided that we would take a spooky trip to the Mansfield Reformatory. Uh, Erica was smart enough to figure out that we could have a nice overnight trip there and explore – Some of the places that they don't let everybody see on the regular tours, which I thought was super cool. Uh, I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about it because she's the history person out of the two of (laughs) us. But this was a very cool experience. I would highly recommend it if you ever get the chance to visit it, even if it's a daytime tour. It's such an incredible place. And previously we did um, Easter State Penitentiary in Pennsylvania. That was a day tour and stuff. But I feel like this place is like a lot cooler and a lot spookier. That's just my personal take on it. 
I loved Eastern State Penitentiary when we went. It was great. But like you said, I mean, there is nothing like being in a place overnight when it's like no one else is there and it's just you and the ghosts, you know? So if you aren't familiar with Mansfield Reformatory, basically it's the place where um, they not only filmed a lot of movies and, and other things like uh, Shawshank was filmed there, uh, Castle Rock has, has I think, some scenes filmed and there. And references about it. Yeah, yeah. and reference, yeah. And um, Air Force, parts of our Air Force One was filmed there. Little Wayne's Go DJ uh, video was, was filmed there. So, I mean, this is a place that has a lot of variety. Oh, Godsmack, Awake. Yep. Oh, yeah, Godsmack. Um, so, it's really cool. But to get in about the specifics of the, the prison, you know, it's it, it's a very large, large prison. And, and in fact, it's so large that each, each of the cell blocks is um, on its own the largest freestanding cell blocks in the world. So if that gives you any idea of how massive they are, they are just, I mean, it's like six stories of cell blocks and it is, it is a, still, a still prison, literally. <laughs> um, but, you know, a little about it that makes it a little bit creepier is the fact that um, it was kind of, at first it was known as a reformatory. It was where people who, you know, had light offenses went and actually went there to reform. They had yoga classes. They had um, enrichment activities. They taught people trades and um, stuff until, you know, the the more maximum, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? The maximum... The more, like, I guess, hard offenders. Like, we had people, yeah. they said, that were 15 and up that went there because it was, like, small misdemeanor crimes. And then you had the people who were there for big crimes, like aggravated murders, assaults, rapes, yeah. murders, like, things that are just really not on the same level of what the original inmates Maximum were security. Maximum Is that security. what I was trying to think of? Maximum security. Sure. Sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. My brain lapsed. Um, <laughs> so it started out with people, you know, that were light offenders, but then when the maximum security prison started getting overflowed, they sent in all these rapists, murderers, you know, these these rough hooligans. Um, and then that's when things started to get crazy. Um, over 200 people have died in the prison, and it stopped working in the 1990s, I believe. I think 1990. Uh, but up until then, it was kind of known as like a very harsh prison. Uh, people at one point uh, earlier on in the the history, I think eight years after it opened or something, uh, there a story had broken out that the the prison guards hung prisoners by their thumbs because the prisoners started to riot uh, about the conditions there. Uh, people died from you know the weather conditions in the cell blocks from overcrowding, with it being too extremely hot or too extremely cold. Uh, one of the prison, uh, the one of the prisoners actually bludgeoned one of the security guards to death in, I think, the maximum security hold. Um, it, it's it's a very brutal, brutal scene. Uh, and and not only that, the the only people, it, it, uh, inmates aren't the only ones who died in this prison. It was actually uh, someone else who died uh, was one of the people in the administrative buildings, and it was the wife of one of the superintendents who accidentally. Uh, was shot after a gun fell from her closet. So, you know, you've got all of these weird events that have happened in this beautiful, I mean, it's a, it is it is a beautiful building. I mean, once mm -hmm. you pull up to it, you're like, wow, this is very, like, magnificent. And, and I think they actually call it, like, Dracula's Castle because of the architecture. Oh, it's beautiful, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, the architecture was Schofield, I think is his name, Lee Schofield. Um, but he made it to look very, like, it's, it's, it's very beautiful. Um, so when you walk in, you're like, wow, there's these beautiful grand, grand stairs. And you're like, wow, this doesn't seem so bad. But then you get into like the history of the conditions and everything like that. And you're like, wow, okay. It's just well, not even the histories. You get to just where the damn cells were. And like the two of us, you'll see on the video, if you check us out on YouTube, make sure you check our YouTube video. Uh, Erica and I are, Erica, what are you like? Five, four, five, I think five, three. No, five three. I think yeah. five three. And exactly. I'm four eleven, and we're both like smaller framed women. Like, if you look, we can barely fit in that room, like standing comfortably together. So it's straight up just like the the bunk beds with like the most minimum room in there. And you said at one point too that there would be like sometimes three to four people in a in a room like that. Yes, with two bunks too. Yeah. So you have you know. So I mean. It, it was just one of those places where you have people being treated badly. You have overflowing of, you know, a, a new breed of, of prisoners, which are just way more, you know, aggressive and violent. Uh, and, you know, you add all that together and then you're going to get some some mayhem. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, I don't know how much you want to go into this, but there is a portion 
of the uh, where the cells were because they had so many new inmates come up. They just straight up put them in a room. Like there wasn't yeah. cells for them. They just kind of put them in this room, uh, which is where like you know some of the the heat and everything comes into play that we talked about earlier. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty sad to think about. Um, there is the active prison that's now behind it. Yes. So yeah, if you go take a tour of Mansfield Reformatory, you'll notice on some of the uh, back facing uh, walls and windows that there's like notices not to take photos outside, and that is because the actual prison is right behind that so yeah there is actually uh it was really interesting because there is actually a graveyard on the grounds uh where they still actually use it so if there's a prisoner at the the current you know the open uh prison behind it they basically if nobody claims the body or anything they still bury them in that same cemetery so wow that's super interesting yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was wondering yeah, if that yeah. was a thing that was that was actually active. Yeah, so. so they still use it. They still bury prisoners there, especially if they just no one's claiming the body, so Yeah. Damn. Never thought about that until now. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy. So it's been used, I think, for like uh I think it was like eighteen ninety. When when did this play? Eighteen ninety? I think yeah, they said in, in the in the nineties it closed. So I do not know. Uh, yeah, I mean, the tour itself was fantastic. I, I, You're the one who went during the day, so I don't know how it bears in comparison. But, uh, you know, we had two really great people showing us around. Um, it was very well constructed. Like, we got to have kind of like a smaller private tour because there was only four of us and then our tour leader, Greg. Greg yeah. is the best. Shout out to Greg. They're so great. I They're mean, so honestly, great. like... I I have taken the Mansfield Reformatory tour during the day, and it was great because I I love Shawshank, the uh, movie. I it's just it's so so good. And then getting to see all like the props and different things that was really cool. But honestly, de- like doing like the overnight tour was a completely different experience because we got to like like you said earlier, we got to go into places that people can't go into when they're on the tour. They basically give you free reign. They're like, hey, if this room is locked, you can't go in there. But everything else. If it's open, it's open, you know? So I'm like, hells yeah. <laughs> show me them show me them ghosts. <laughs> and it's it's so big too, because you go from the administrative buildings to the cells and like we got lost. Oh my god, we didn't we even did. get through that building. We were like, wait, yeah, and, it and it doesn't so help good. that it literally and the weird thing about it is that they're they're so basically each building on the west and the east, they're both kind of like mirrors of each other. So we're in the administrative building, but like you go through a thing and it's the exact same thing on the other side. So it's like kind of twilight zone-ish in a way because yes. it's like everything is exactly the same on each side. Um, and we would go through different staircases and be like, this is the way. And then we'd be in the same spot. And we're like, all right. We're I, like, what the fuck? Totally is this bizarre. the Winchester mystery mansion? Like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's very much that. Um, but we will probably do, like, more in-depth stuff on our YouTube. But I think we should talk about, like, some important notes of, like, what we experienced that night. Because this shit was spooky. Uh, oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I will say, like, you know, I, I tried to hold it together because I was like, oh, you know, like it's okay it's gonna be fine like nothing's gonna happen but there's a few things that i think that we both experienced that were very like i would say um spooky and paranormal you know for sure yeah we uh so they start you off with a tour in the administrative building which is now like where they have offices and like uh their gift shop and stuff like that and so we got like a what was it like maybe like a two hour tour from from them yeah and uh in between we had like a break for snacks and then we went out by ourselves and so the two hour tour our uh host i guess you would call him our, our team leader greg basically had showed us um multiple like audio clips photos videos um of people of things people experienced while on tours there um as well as just been like what I really appreciate about him is that anytime he showed us something he was like here's a possible logical explanation as to why this thing happened Absolutely. like he wasn't feeding into it because he's been a ghost hunter for I don't know how many years quite a while oh ago. a while yeah he has like books and yeah. everything yeah <laughs> yeah he has his own books and everything love that, love that. <laughs> yeah so it was just like he wasn't like a full-on skeptic like he was a believer but he was just like there might be a reason why this happened here this is which is what I appreciate because I think the two of us kind of go into it the same way yeah. um you know, he explained a lot to us that seemed, you know, very accurate about the spaces. The one thing he was kind of um, 
trying to get us to do is that there's three rooms where there's challenges that go on in this building and the first room you're supposed to sit in a chair for 15 minutes by yourself uh another room you're supposed to sit in this huge dark room which is where they held all those prisoners that we talked about earlier for 15 minutes which is supposed to have some of the most activity and it's supposed to be the room where there's the most like aggressive activity yeah and then there's a, another area where it's like you walk down this long hallway in the pitch black. So um, he mentioned all these like challenges that you're supposed to take, but then also showed us things that happened to people during these challenges, um, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, and maybe we did them as well. So you can check out our YouTube to see how that went for us ah. sitting in those areas. <laughs> Uh, my favorite thing, though, is that when you watch, you will see Erica being like, hello, sweet babies, to all the ghosts, <laughs> like, talking to them so sweetly as I'm, like, terrified in the corner all the time. I'm such a nerd. Um, but- I'm such a bad ghost hunter. <laughs> no, you're good. You're great. Uh, from his portion of the tour, what was your favorite part that he showed us mm. or talked about? I like the administrative buildings. I think that those yeah. are – I think that they're very, like, cool and retro. They still have the very classic vintage vibe. Um mm-hmm. And, like, it's weird, too, because when you go, I know there's probably, like, someone's going to be like, oh, well, that's just bariatric pressure or something. But when you go from, like, the second floor to the third floor, I could literally feel, like, an energy switch, like, a, 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 like mm-hmm. a different, I don't know, a feeling just from going from the second floor to the third floor in the administrative building. But I don't know. I think uh, I think that was great. Oh. And I think that the um, – the solitary confinement and the whole stuff was very interesting. Oh, 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 oh the whole, the whole. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, my favorite thing actually was him bringing us to where the hospital and the library was, because mm. uh, yeah. that's like the one place where I didn't feel very scared. And I don't know if it's because of the audio bits he show- showed us, where it was supposed to be like ghost talking. They seemed like very positive ghosts <laughs> and not scary ghosts, and so I like that a lot. No, uh, they're up in there reading their about- books. <laughs> yeah. So solitary confinement um, was like one of the last areas we went into on our tour before we took our own separate tour. I saw a fucking ghost, okay? I'm not going to get into it here. You can watch the video where I talk about it. I am like, I'm clearly more spooked than Erica on a lot of this stuff, right? But I wouldn't lie about something like that. And I try to figure out every reasonable explanation and I will talk to you about that. But I saw goddamn ghosts in there. Uh, That shit was scary. I want to talk about the hole because I feel like that's really important. So if you want to talk about that, I think that's really oh yeah something that's unbelievable. So the hole is um, – so if you've watched Shawshank and you've watched Castle Rock, uh, the hole is actually kind of used in, in reference in those movies or shows. I guess Castle Rock is a show. Um, but the hole is basically where if, if prisoners were acting real wild, uh, they would basically throw them in the hole. It's basically a hole in like the, the, the basement ground. ground. And they would basically just leave them there. Um, the hole was used for a while until one day there were rain, like basically bad rainstorms, and the prisoners basically drowned in the hole, and then they just covered it up. Uh, but if you go down there in the private tour, you're not allowed to go during the the daytime tour. But if you go during the private tour, uh, they you can still see like the little like chain shackles in in the ground where they used to chain people in but everything's covered now but we had some weird feelings down there too yeah we had a reader with us during that portion and that shit was buzzing like crazy in the basement yeah Uh, i know people are like skeptical on readers and stuff i know that there can be things like your phone that interact with it weird uh we were very careful with our readers to make sure that there wasn't stuff on us anywhere near that yeah but oh my gosh the basement lit up more than probably anything else it was like absolutely insane yeah and it it doesn't help that like in the very back of the basement is like this old like rickety like steel like chain cage back there with like spooky with with like one single chair in it it's like oh okay so you okay okay yeah yeah um but it's it's so tragic because like you know solitary confinement is like honestly disturbing it's something i don't entirely agree with uh when it comes to like that type of thing like if you're in a room for a bit and you gotta be in timeout and then they bring you out i get it yeah but like the conditions that they put people in for solitary confinement are very very disturbing to me um yeah i i just that shit freaks me out 
I mean, the crazy I'm thing about, about solitary confinement is literally right when you were saying that you saw someone, our tour guide was like, did you see that? Like literally at the same yeah. time. So he had seen, he had seen pretty much, you know, probably the same exact ghost. Like maybe it could have shifted because he literally was like, oh shit. And then you were like, oh my God. Like, Well, yeah. And, and the thing is with that too, is like, well, we'll talk about it. I'm going to talk about it real quick, real fast, more in depth on the thing. <laughs> Basically, he had looked into his cell, thought he saw something, and then the cell behind him, I saw somebody peer out, and it felt like he was, the ghost was playing a prank on him. Like, it felt like he was messing with him. So he was like, I got him here, I'm going to pop out the other side, and nobody else saw it, but there was no way that it was a shadow from anybody. Um, I saw it kind of twist its head and hair come down, not super long hair, but enough for it to look like a person that was not with us at all. It was a very skinny person. And, um, you know, everything was so specific that it couldn't have been the lighting. Nobody had their flashlights on. The cell that he was in had lights on. The yeah. cell behind it didn't. You know what I mean? So there was no way that it was anything other than what I saw. And that shit freaked me out. I'm like, I could still visualize it perfectly, which is like when you can visualize things that perfectly, that's where I'm like, you didn't make that yeah, up. Yeah, you saw a ghost. You saw a damn I mean, ghost. to be fair, um, it's one of the most haunted prisons in the entire United States. So, yeah, you know, these this is a prison that literally people like there are ghost hunts all the time at this place because it's just it's not only is it fucking massive, it's just with the history of everything that happened, you know, and I, I mean... This place was so bad that a guy literally poured turpentine all over himself and lit himself on fire when he found out he had to stay there for 15 years. So yeah, like, this is we a, can, yeah, we can get into that, of course. Yeah, too. I mean, since we're talking With, about, it, we might as well talk about what we experienced. Before we get into him, which I think is super interesting, the part that freaked me out the most about seeing um, that like shadow figure was the fact that it was still on our tour with our guy yeah like i didn't see it when we were in the pitch black by ourselves i didn't see it when you know somebody's talking about something spooky and then i saw it in the corner of my eye i dead on saw it while we were with people earlier in the night and lights were still on yeah like it wasn't you know what i mean so that freaked me out the most and i was more willing to do those challenges (laughs) before that happened to me Um, i mean your face after you saw that you were like literally like very spooked yeah no, yeah. it was super spooky. And it didn't feel to me scary. It felt playful, but it just freaked me out that, like, nobody else saw it. And, like, it was literally timed the same way. I mean, that is um, something that we've talked a lot into about our ep- episodes about how, like, if you go into an area or, like, even those of you who have sent in, like, you know, uh, messages, you talk about how you get that feeling, like, in the back of your, <laughs> you know, the back of your neck, your gut, you know, you just feel something there. But Lou and I both agree, like, even though, like, her and I have been prone to, like, energies in the past with, like, ghosts and stuff like that, we never felt like the ghosts in Mansfield Reformatory were negative or that it was, like, a negative energy or a, a harmful energy. I never once felt like any of the ghosts, like, I, I never felt, like, worried, I guess. No, I never felt like that either. Um, I felt a little bit uneasy in the in the quarters for solitary confinement and in the yeah. basement. Like, that made me feel uneasy, but I just feel like... I, I would have, I think I would have felt more like that upstairs in the room where they kept all those prisoners too. Yeah. But I think I was feeling more comfortable because there was more people in the room with us. Um, But yeah, the only place I felt like a, like a, not entirely negative, just a, an eerie, like an eerie vibe was the basement yeah. for sure. And in solitary confinement. Um, We talked about very briefly, what was his name? James. Do you want to? You want to talk about James? So, yeah, there was an inmate by the name of James Lockhart who basically, uh, I think it was April 21st in like the 30s, uh, he ended up finding out that he was going to be sentenced there for 15 more years or 15 years. And he took turpentine from, uh, you know, the um, one of the shops and doused himself in it and lit himself on fire inside of his cell. Uh, he, of course, was cell number 13. Um, lucky number 13 and uh, basically he obviously died in that cell so that's one of the cells with a lot of activity and a lot of um, I would say like paranormal feelings and events around it that people have have basically witnessed you you can see that on our YouTube channel (laughs) you can see that what is that Uh, uh, his his cell number is what 13 of course yeah of course Um, but why not yeah, why not? It really has some weird shit go on. Like, there's no way for us to, like, make 
I, 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 this is the, one of the things, there's a couple things that are unexplainable to me. One was the solitary confinement ghost that I saw. Two was what happened with us in James's cell and before that cell, like that is unexplainable to me. There's no way. And, um, also the, the footsteps that we heard by the church, cause there's a church in there. We didn't even mentioned that. Oh, the chapel. Yeah. The little chapel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so to give you guys a heads up with James Cell, uh, so what we experienced is basically on the um, Eastern Cell Block, I believe it's the Eastern Cell Block. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. It's the Eastern <laughs> Cell Block. Yeah. There is a library at the very end of the corridor on the cells, but we couldn't remember if it was on the fourth floor or the third floor, right? So we go to the fourth floor and we're walking halfway down. These, this long ass cell block and all of a sudden like halfway down we start to smell like almost like a burnt rubber smell it was uh you know if you just turned on your heat in the middle of you know winter or whatever and it's just turned on for the first time you know it's like that still like burning smell well we kept smelling that and all four of the people in our group like smelled this smell well, we're like, as we're smelling this, we're like realizing like, oh my God, I don't think the, the library is on the floor anyways. So we need to go back anyways you know, and go and basically go one down. So we went to the flight next flight down. And then all of a sudden we realized where we smelled all of this burning smell was directly above the cell of James Lockhart. So we literally above, right above, we could smell the burning rubber and like a burning smell while we were walking above his cell. I will say when we walked back by it, I didn't smell it. Mm -mm. I didn't smell anything. We didn't smell anything, but it also just like, what else could that be in the building? Cause we, we mentioned it to Greg and Naomi who were our tour guys. And they were like, what? Like we've never heard of that before. And I don't like that shit was freezing. There was no heat pumping in the cell. No, so there was no, there's heat. no there heat was, in there. Yeah. There's nothing that would have made that smell happen. It's not like there was windows to the outside and like a car went by nothing. Like, it was so strong. And it was an isolated smell. It only lasts like one, one and a half cells, basically. Yeah, like it was, you, it was basically you like walk through it and you smell like this weird, like burning smell. Like someone was literally burning something. It was the yeah. weirdest thing. And, and it's also like, I, there's no way for us to play mind tricks on that because I was just like, do you smell that? And then I think it was you who was like, yeah, it smells like burning. And like, yeah, everybody said it. Like, it's not like one person thought it. Um, also when we go to the video portion, you could see us in the cell, the reader goes off like fucking crazy as well. And yeah. so that's like really interesting to me. Uh, he does it as soon as Erica starts talking about him. So I feel like he was like, no. oh, Erica's talking about me. I'm going to say hi, <laughs> hey, honey. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, phantom smells. That's one of the things that people have talked about, you know, experiencing in Mansfield. And, um, you know, uh, another phantom smell that people had uh, said that they have experienced in Mansfield Reformatory is in the administrative buildings. People say they smell like almost like a rose scent because um, the woman that I had mentioned earlier, who was the wife of a superintendent who was uh, shot in the chest after a gun had fell, um, she always wore a rose scent. Well, we didn't really smell rose in the administrative building, but do you well, want to tell them what we did smell? <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they only mentioned phantom scents with the rose and they said there was a chance of like a cherry tobacco because that was supposed to be like what the guy smoked in his pipe. Um, when we first went on the tour earlier and when we came back through the room, I smelled this like very like pancake, like maple syrup kind of scent. Um, and I thought I was just smelling it and I thought maybe it might be like, I don't know, a, a Glade plug in or somebody <laughs> was eating, but hours later we smelt it again and everybody had said they smelt it, which is where yeah. it was like, all right, it's not me just smelling it. And then when we mm -hmm. told them like Greg and Noemi, they were like, yeah, that's a scent that people also smell. Um, the so I think foods, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause they said it was near the kitchen where the kitchen used to be. Yeah. So that's really interesting to me. So we did experience, I would say, uh, phantoms. Uh, phantom smells definitely um yeah. and then as far as like seeing things i mean you saw the ghost and mm -hmm. i feel like just the footsteps and weird shit that we heard and like random like yeah before we go forward on that real quick i want to say i try to fucking like macgyver and figure out the way i was like is this like disneyland where they could put the scents through the vents and like they're making it smell like pancakes in here and i looked ah. around and there wasn't <laughs> anything you know what i mean so like i tried to be detective as much as i could about everything that happened um and we to also be fair, you and i yeah, yeah to be fair you and i basically also like we're kind of like okay we don't want to use certain equipment because we don't want it to like mm -hmm. basically like mess with the you know with the, the credibility of things like yeah. we are very like okay what could be like you know 
But yeah, I, I think that we did a really good job trying to like see if there could be an actual logical explanation for things too. I also had heavy breathing in my ear in the one room that we went into uh, where yeah. we were talking about maybe doing that challenge and stuff. I felt like literally somebody over on my right shoulder and the only person next to me was your sister on my left arm and there was nobody <laughs> she else. might be a heavy breather <laughs> yeah yeah no not even and so i looked and there was literally nobody there and that freaked me out a little bit and i was like all right maybe yeah. i'm just getting my head but it was just like heavy like <sighs> in my ear and just yeah no so. yeah so we'll definitely have more of uh you know the behind the scenes and the actual um tour footage coming out on our youtube so if you aren't subscribed to our youtube it is free to follow us uh it is just camp cryptid podcast on youtube so Very go go comments. check that out so when we drop that video you'll you be notified yeah heck and yeah uh and again if this is our first time doing it so in the future you know we talked about maybe putting more like standalone cameras and getting yeah. more things out there and again we're very particular with equipment like we don't want to do like spirit boxes really unless we feel like we have to um so i'm excited to see where the future of these little ghost hunting episodes could go and that's a great point to bring up about like to uh with doing this more and like figuring this out is um you know if anybody is like you know a ghost hunting extraordinaire and you have like recommendations for like you know if if you use a GoPro or if you you know you're like oh this is a great little mount to use when you're going around places do let us know because we are always looking for ways to make this like a better like um like production value you know make this you know good for y'all so <laughs> yeah i saw somebody comment saying that their um wife does like the tours for mansfield yeah. on one of your things yeah so like if Love you're that. also listening and either you know you maybe you're the local ghost hunter at your local place and you would like to recommend it to us so we can go check it out please do so uh we're always looking for new suggestions on places to go of course and and things to talk about on the podcast but i definitely want to make it so that we can see more spooky things this year oh my sure. gosh it's a dream we had so much like literally this was so much fun to do and after we did it we were like we want to do it again like <laughs> yeah and now we know like why people can stay there till like 4 a.m in the morning because like you could literally if you had like tons of equipment set up there's you definitely could spend that much time there like you know what we didn't even say is when we left it was so foggy outside it was so scary looking so creepy yeah. and like the worst thing about it is like we it was so foggy that when we went to go take video it literally looked like it was light out yeah it was, it was so foggy. It was so, so spooky. Yeah. So that was like so, the perfect way to end our spooky night. Yeah. If you haven't seen what this place looks like, please do look it up online and then just imagine it like like three o'clock in the morning, pitch black, and then just fog, like thick fog everywhere. Yeah. It was awesome. It was, <laughs> it was really, awesome. really spooky. So while Lua was here, I also made her watch Yellow Jackets with me because I was obsessed with it and we had to binge it before the finale was out. It's really good. So good. Yeah, it's really good. It's so it reminds me of um there was a show called The Wilds on on who or Amazon that I made you watch after. It's the same yeah. kind of concept <laughs> where it's like a group of young high school girls uh get into a plane crash and then it shows them the future. So Yellow Jackets is more of like a spooky kind of like occulty version of that. You don't really know what you're gonna get in the beginning. Uh, but what I do love is that it takes them from like their life on the um, not an island, I guess, like wherever they crash in Canada to the present timeline. And so there's like, what, 19 survivors at yeah. that time. And now in present timeline, we're only seeing like four or so. So you don't know if everybody's alive. You don't know what happened. You don't know the truth of what's out there. I was obsessed with Dexter, of course. And then when Dexter was coming on, I kept seeing Yellow Jacks. And I was like, oh, my God, I love Juliette Lewis. I love Christina Ricci. And mm -hmm. uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown is in it. Oh, and it's a great was, cast. Yeah, I mean, the cast is just and insane. And I think they do an incredible job with picking the younger versions of the oh, cast. So, so good. good. I, I, the casting is 10 out of 10. Like, it's just, oh, it's so good. Like, ah, oh, there's just so many great people in it. But the story is like, it's, it's one of those stories where you find out just enough. And then all of a sudden the, the, you, you're just at the tip of the iceberg and you're like, oh my God, I just know this is going to blow up and it's going to be crazy. And I can't wait for the drama, but it's so good. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's cannibalism. Yep. There's some. Some weird, uh, I would say paranormal, spooky, witchcrafty stuff. I would say there's kind of cult-like things in it. Um, it's definitely one of those things where there's um, there's murder. Yeah, there's, there's stuff for betrayals. season. 
there's like openings for season two but like you still don't know the full grasp of what happens after season one and you still don't know what these girls went through but it's really interesting I really liked how it was done yeah I mean and like you said it's about it's like the wilds if you haven't seen the wilds that's really really enjoyable too um I actually just finished that after she had left I went and binged it for her (laughs) and that's really good and that's on Amazon but um other than that I mean are you watching anything spooky lately Oh, hell yeah, I did. I went to go see uh, Scream 5, which, or I guess it's just called Scream at this point, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was actually really good. I really liked it. Did you, what are your thoughts on it? Did you see it yet? I did. So my only gripe is when they show Ski Ulrich, just use Ski Ulrich how he is now. Just show him now. Just show him now, honey. Let him think that. Yeah. Like, I hate the, 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 what's it called? It's like a CGI, like, fake, deep fake yeah. almost. Like, yeah, and they could have did it a little bit better, too. Like, like Ski Ulrich is still 10 out of 10, so just use him. Don't, don't so adjust that hot. face. He doesn't need they it. They showed him <laughs> on set, and he still looks good. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, um, so so good. <laughs> we can talk about it a little bit, because we could talk about it with, with or without spoilers. It's your choice. For me, I knew who the killers were right away. Were you able to pin it? I when certain things happened, I I got I was like, uh, and then that's All what right. made me yeah. So let's get into like the spoiler portion because I want to talk about this with you really. Fast. Okay, spoilers. If you have not seen Scream, the new Scream, please fast forward this about two minutes. Uh, yeah, till our outros. But basically, like if you haven't seen it yet, please go see it. It's really good. Like I'm actually surprised by how good it is. Um, I love that it hit the notes on nostalgia. I love that it brought back our favorite characters. I love the twisty complex of like what modern horror is, right? Because in the beginning you get her saying, uh, I love, uh, what's it called? It Follows, which is like one of my favorite horror movies. And, and the Babadook. Things that are just, yeah, the Babadook and things that are very like what modern horror is turning into because you, you get slashers still, but not in the same way, right? Yes. It's all A24 bullshit. Yeah. So... This movie does a great job talking about, like, the modern times with it. I fucking hate what they did to Dewey. I am so Uh. upset. They could have taken Gale. I would have been fine with that. I would have been sad. But, you know. I agree. He's the heart and soul when it when it does the din 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 like the little dewey music i was like "Ah!" i know i was like dewey i know for me like they could have all taken down that bitch in the fucking hospital for all of them to go in the elevator and you know why later because you find out it's the boyfriend right yeah but it literally just that made me so fucking pissed off during the movie i was like i don't even want to watch this and i think deaths that are justified i will deal with like gail i would have been sad as fuck but that would have been a great storyline for dewey's progression yes oh my god i know it would have been a great storyline for that for sure i would have understood it and i would have been sad i love her i was so fucking pissed at that um i thought that the choices for the murderers made sense. Like, as soon as it started, I was like, it's her fucking friend. It's her fucking friend. That bitch is crazy. Well, because when they have the part where it's, like, showing her in the thing, I'm like, bro, like, that killer just didn't steal her fucking cell phone, bro. No. Like- all of it. It's, like, very <laughs> specific. And then I was like, she's probably fucking this dude. Yeah. But she looks like a child, so I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that was very confusing. <laughs> I guess she's, like, 18. Whatever. I mean, I like, hope. <laughs> yeah. But for me, what bothered me is, like, I... I get the whole, we're going to make our own movie. Like, that's whatever. I feel like that's very, like, it makes sense for people who are truly, like, out of their element, not on the right, you know, field for that. Like, I get people being truly that insane. Yeah. I thought there would be connection with them to Stu. Because what I thought was going to go is that nobody remembers Stu. Nobody talks about Stu. They always talk about Billy Loomis. He had an accomplice. They don't say anything about Stu. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, we're doing this for Stu. Or we're related to Stu. Or we'll have this connection to him. Yeah. Um, I didn't like... Sorry, I'm ranting. This oh, my God. No, I love my this. my favorite <laughs> horror movie. I'll let you get into this in a second. But I didn't like that they didn't focus so much on the kids like they were kind of the afterthought it felt like like yeah everybody's coming here because they want to see Sydney Prescott yeah they want to see Dewey and they want to see Gail yeah but I think they could have focused a little bit more on the kids rather just than just making them the bait for the film yeah uh that's like the one the one thing I complain about as well but go ahead say what your thoughts are on this oh no I I mean I I I totally agree with everything you said um I I thought they did a great job making the kills very um aggressive uh, the, mm-hmm. like the kill scenes were, were, um, I mean, they were brutal. 
There were yeah. some where, I mean, I had to look away because I was like, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and with Scream 2 is, like, if you go on to, like, any YouTube thing after this, they try to, like, figure out who did which kill. Yeah. Because there's two of them, right? So I thought oh, maybe the twist would be that, that there would be only one killer, you yeah. know, and that it would be whatever. Um, but I was like, it has to be two. That's, tr- that's traditional Scream. There's two killers. Yeah. The way that they do it is, like, there's a different kill style. So the more, like, crazy, violent ones have to be the girl. Okay. Like, just because of her actions. Yeah. And if you look for his kills, it's a little bit more calculated. So, like, you could, if you watch it again, you'll be able to point out, like, trying to Ah, uh, that's so funny. Sweat. See, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, overall, it was, kills. I, overall, I thought it was better than Scream 4. Uh, mm-hmm. I. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was, I, I would, you know, I would say it was, like, a 6 out of 10. Seven out of ten. <gasps> Six, Erica. Seven out of ten. I mean, the way they did my boy Ski Ulrich and that with the, the I I was like, come on, that is so corny. Just make him like older. That way, he's like a dad. Like this girl's grown as fuck. Like don't make. She could think about him as a dad. As a dad, like exactly. Like, um. So that part I I thought was corny. I, I loved I, – I would say – okay, 7 out of 10. I would say a 7 okay, out of 10. I'll take a 7. I'll seven, a 7. 7 out of 10 only because I really did like the the casting. I did think that they did like a, a good job bringing the new characters with the older characters to some extent. I like the kids. Yeah, I, I did too. I did too. Well, of course, it has our, my girl Ty from Yellow Jackets, Jasmine Savoy yeah, Brown yeah, yeah. in it. So I'm like, hell yeah, girl. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. um but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a good story. I, I honestly I do think it was better than the last one. Um and if you if you are still listening and you haven't seen it and you still listen to the spoilers, I would definitely say still watch it. It's still oh, yeah, good. It's still definitely yeah. watchable. Um I just think like I would give it like an eight and a half. I really, I'm just <laughs> I biased because I love Scream. Um, you know, for me it's just it's there's things that it missed. Again, this is the first one we get without Wes. Like he, didn't, yeah, like, that's a you big know, thing this too, is like yeah. a a big thing that I think they did very well, sticking pretty true to him. Yes, I do think the skeet stuff was corny. I do think we didn't need some of the things that they did, but it does hit the nostalgia factor. It does hit the you know concept is interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. No, definitely, I love definitely the enjoyable. They're so cute. I know. And when I saw, I, I was like so happy at the end when I'm like. Yeah. They name a character Wes. So, like, they pay tribute. And, like, that's the thing that Scream does. It's corny. Yeah. Like, it's it's corny with, like, his name is Wes. It's yeah. corny with, like, my uncle Randy. Like, things like that are just, it makes sense for this film franchise. So. Yeah. Sorry, we went off about Scream for so long. No, it's one of the new movies out. And I and the good thing about it is we actually did some promo stuff for ourselves with a ghost face soon. So we'll be releasing that in our socials very soon. <laughs> yeah, that was that was probably one of my favorite things we did in our trip together. It's super cute. It's super, we shot super so much cute. corny, like horror, like spooky shit. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for y'all to see. Yeah. But um, I think that's everything for Camp Crypt, unless you're watching anything else spooky. Mm, I just started Archive 81. Ooh, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. It looks good. Honestly, it's it's very spooky so far, and I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes because I need a I need a good spooky thing since Yellow Jackets is done, and I finished The Wild. <laughs> yes, no, uh, that one looks good. That's the one with the VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, like yeah. restores them. Spooky. Yeah, and there's some like cult witchcraft satanic shit going down. So it's very Love spooky. I know. It. I'm so pumped. To finish. I'm like, yeah. Also with Yellow Jackets, they said season two is coming this year. So like if you're going to watch it, you don't have to wait super long because this is like it's it's a lot faster. It seems like. Yeah. Season two Due to out. the success of it. I mean, it literally I think once people started watching it, it really just took off and people just really started loving the the, the entire story because, you know, they've only given us a tiny little fraction of the story. And yet we are like there's Nothing. so much more that we need to know. So it's like everybody's like Very addicted. Good. I'm like addicted. Um, Me too. It's so good. <laughs> I know. So yeah, we've been. Yeah, that's that's our jam. Yellow jackets and and scream lately. Oh yeah, I'll take it. There is a movie well, called The Curse that's coming out that looks interesting. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. There's um, a twenty four is making this movie called X. Did you see the trailer for it? No. It's in the seventies, and a group of filmmakers go to make a porn in Texas. Um. And there's like, I guess they get like a, they rent a space from somebody. Like it's kind of like not a better breakfast, but they're renting a space from them on this like farm. Oh shit. The hosts are super spooky looking. Like his, the guy's like my wife, she walks around at night and she's like super fucking scary looking. Like it's very like the visit old people. Oh creepy. my God. Oh. Um, 
but it's about these like people trying to film a porn in like the woods and i fucking love that (laughs) and it looks really good actually there's also this new movie from um blumhouse actually that i wanted to check out blumhouse is very hit or miss I like it because it's usually cheesy. Oh, Happy Death Day was great. I loved Happy Death Day. Yeah, so cute. You know, they do a lot. I think Blumhouse also does, uh, like, The Purge and stuff. This movie looks super good. If you haven't checked it out, I'll post it on Reddit. Um, Basically, it's it's about young children getting kidnapped. And um, this follows a young, I think he's, like, a 13, 14-year-old boy who gets kidnapped and put into a basement where there's this, like, single black phone in there. And he is... um, you know, trying to find a way to escape. But as he's doing that, he keeps seeing uh, and receiving calls from children who were previously there, like as ghosts, trying to help him escape. But at the same time, he has a sister who's like dreaming of where he is. And it's like, he's in a room that looks like this. And like, releasing like to the cops details about his brother's kidnapping that wasn't public. So like, that seems really interesting to me. I don't know when that comes out. uh, But that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah, 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 that one, I think that one definitely comes out this year soon, actually, yeah. I think. That shit looks good. Yeah, that looks really good. Yeah. I, I love all the spooky shit. Give me all the spooky shit mm-hmm. all day. Um. So, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to say? Well, speaking of spooky shit, if you guys have any cool stories or anything, like, experiences-wise, like, ghosts or cryptids or you know you you saw an abominable snowman we want to hear about it so make sure to go to campcryptidpodcast.com and submit your story to us so uh maybe you'll get featured on one of our campfire tales episodes absolutely uh we love doing our campfire tales it's probably our favorite thing to do because we love yeah we love it you guys uh yeah. if you also just see something online and you think you want us to see it you can email it to us but you can also go to our reddit which is just camp cryptid podcast as well uh we try to share lots of like weird things we find on the internet if there's things we talk about in this episode like you know the trailers i mentioned i'll be sharing on there things that we reference like that's where you can find it for sure uh you can yeah. also go to camp for all the ways to listen erica is putting us everywhere we're on apple Podcasts, google play youtube spotify uh podbean we are also on apple Podcasts. If I didn't say that already, make sure you leave us a review. Uh, I think we're on Ooh, Amazon. You can leave Spotify reviews now. Oh, Spotify reviews. Ooh, I didn't know that. Gotta go leave us a five. I'll find you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send encrypted your way. Where am I? <laughs> no, but definitely, um, if you enjoy our podcast, make sure you leave us a review. Uh, let us know how we're doing and you know obviously we are constantly striving to make this podcast better not only by bringing you different content uh, and guests and cool things in the future uh, we're working really hard on making these little ghost hunts happen to make really cool videos and we're always working hard to make our equipment and and sound and different things so um, thank you for leaving us your reviews thank you for supporting Camp Cryptid for our first season season two is going to be amazing we have so many cool things coming for you guys and yeah, thank you for your support all this time. I'm very excited for it. Very excited for seeing Yeah. Too. And don't worry if you are, you know, if you haven't caught up on all of our episodes, make sure to go to campcryptopodcast.com to listen to them all. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably see you guys uh, next week for some Crimes of Passion. <gasps> crimes of Passion. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Yes. All right, y'all. Camp Counselor signing out until next time.